0: live. Uh, welcome to the Unsure On Air podcast. I am your host, Nate Sparks, with my co-host Elijah in here, aka Unsure Music creator and founder. What can you say for us, Elijah? Howdy.
1: Oh, um, Unsure. Well, we're a new artist upcoming, and you should listen to our music on all major streaming services, but enough about us. It's time to talk
0: some music. So yeah, that's what we're going to be doing on this podcast. We're basically just going to be uh, having a little conversation here between us about some music. Uh, today we're going to talk about the top ten uh, music. And then we're going to have some little segments in between uh, each of the songs where uh, we're just going to have a little bit of fun. We're going to tell you about our opinion on the music and uh, the music industry as a whole. Uh Pop music, country music, rap music, all that kind of stuff. Uh, So, I want to get it started um, with our top 10. So, the first song we're going to look at is by Ariana Grande and it's called Positions. So, we're going to take a listen to this song uh, really quick and we're going to cut it out so that we don't get a copyright strike on our podcast, of course um and then we're just gonna tell you right after we listen to it what our immediate thoughts are Uh, this is all gonna happen right after and so you'll see pretty much exactly right after we uh, listen to the song so let's have a listen shall we all right so we just listened to Positions by uh, Ariana Grande and uh Let's let's talk about this. I want to start off with uh, the good because I don't want to be completely negative. Um, there is a lot of people that are gonna like this song. I think personally. Oh yeah. I mean, especially since it's already number one on uh, the hot charts. Who are we looking at? Is the target demographic for this song? Who do you think is the audience that's
1: listening to this song? Would I say? would guess people our age, high schoolers, college age. You know, I yeah. think it's a lot of um it's it's just a lot of relationship stuff you know it's just your basic relationship song I agree. Which I agree i think is why it probably hits well with a lot of people and i i'm not gonna lie that the beginning that that beginning uh hook is pretty pretty nice I'm not- <laughs> yeah i want to talk
0: about the beat too i like the beat honestly i'm not gonna be I'm just going to be straight up with you. I think that it's very pop and it's, you know, she, she gets across what she wants to do. She's trying to sell this song. She's mm-hmm. trying to make this song uh, fun, relatable, and upbeat for kids to listen to. And I think that that's definitely what she's got with this beat here. It's I think it's
1: really good. And it's just, uh, yeah, like you said, it's a very pop beat and mm-hmm. it's very catchy. It's yes. sort of, it's punchy and it's upbeat. It's not a minor, it's not in a minor key, which I think is interesting. Like, it's, it's very upbeat. I mean, it is a little bit, but it's, it's a little bit in a minor key, but it's not bad. And it's, it's enjoyable. I think it's, it's fun to hear an upbeat song. Because mm-hmm. a lot of songs that get popular are hype music. And so this one's hype in a different way. It's a, upbeat hype. Whereas you, you, you usually hear um hype music and like, angry keys because you want to hear you want to get pumped but like aggressive you know and i I think that's not a bad thing it's just how it is the other thing i would say about it is
0: there's i'm I'm gonna kind of go into this i think is good is the message here is more upbeat and it's not necessarily a depressing song you would say which i think is getting very popular nowadays yeah Uh, a lot of people listen to uh, depressing music. I know all kinds of people. Even when they're not going through rough times, it's just you know, people yeah. like to listen to depressing music at the moment. And so I think it's good that there's a song that's not depressing and that's very popular, of course. Um, but, that being aside,
1: that's all the good that I really got out of it. Do you have anything else I mean, I, yeah, like you said, it's a fun, it's a fun song to listen to when you don't put any thought into it so and that's that's what i'm talking about here is so i'm on genius lyrics here and i'm looking at the lyrics and it's funny because so i i think this is a big problem with a lot of pop music is there is just horrible horrible lyrics Mm -hmm. and i agree and and nobody is looking at them nobody cares because they're like oh that beats fun it's fun to listen to you kinda bump to it or whatever. Yeah. And then and when you're in the car it's like why well, think about what, exactly. it's, talking what about. it's saying. Yeah. But here's here's what it says. So the lyrics are in the chorus it says, Switching them positions for you, cooking in the kitchen and I'm in the bedroom. I'm in the Olympics. Way I'm just through hoops. Jumping. J- yeah, jumping through hoops. No, my love infinite. Nothing I wouldn't do that I won't do switching for you. And so so what is that? Can you tell us what that exactly means? Because you could interpret this many different ways. I think there's about well, one way. Uh, really Genius, Genius points out positions has a double meaning in mm-hmm. this context. So she's saying in the relationship, she has multiple positions. She's like, she's one person, she's cooking in the kitchen, and she's a lover or whatever. But yeah. then... It also has a horrible, horrible sexual context, which is, to me, just like appalling that people find this.
0: (laughs) And I think it's like you said, people aren't listening to it. Now, before we go really any further into this, because we're going to also talk about this a little later into the show, about uh, what this song is talking about here, I do want to point out that our views, personally, uh, we're both uh baptist we we were raised christians uh our families are christian and so we have a lot of the values there and so i want to say that uh a lot of stuff we have uh we we draw our opinions from the bible and so i really want to just let that out before we continue any into this any further because uh we're going to say some things that maybe you don't completely agree with um but um we just want to talk about what we personally feel. So, y- you want to talk? I really what I have here is I have two words uh, on my paper, and that is <laughs> yeah. I saw that. I was like, I don't know what that revealing, <laughs> revealing skin, and that's that's what it's about. We, I personally did not watch the music video when I played this uh, for us because I just knew that it was gonna have way too much stuff that I don't need to see. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm gonna see way more of Ariana Grande than I need to see, and so I decided to click on the lyric video, and the lyric video had almost nudity in it. It was like very revealing shots of her.
1: I don't. I think it's the album cover, sorta. Yeah, uh, the album cover is not the best either. But I mean, <laughs> it was
0: just like. I didn't even expect to see that in the lyric video, and behind the lyrics was
1: pictures of her body in revealing clothing. Well, I here's just what I, I, I want to talk that. about Ariana Grande for a second because I think she's kind of an interesting person to follow. Because I remember before she got into music, even yes. a little bit, and like my dad was talking about watching her. And some Disney, I think it's why my dad watches Disney Channel TV shows. But, well, it was or Victorious. No, it was yeah, it was Victorious. Oh, she was uh, in Victorious? Yeah, that I was Now she first was in something called Sam and Cat. Yeah, that or, was after <laughs> Victorious. <laughs> yeah, that's what my dad was watching that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, it's just funny because it's like, oh, she was in this kid's show yeah. in, in normal. And then, and I was like, she has a really high voice. I and mean, I just thought that was funny. But now. She made a whole music career out of her high voice. And um, I think that's the funny thing is to stay popular. She has to do things that maybe she didn't do in the first place. And now it's totally flipped because she was like a high schooler. And now she's like an adult and it's a little messed up, I feel like.
0: And her style got very sexualized as she (laughs) got older. Um, I remember, I don't remember exactly what the song was, but I remember a song that was uh, that she made that was kind of the first one I heard from her that was just completely about sex. Like, the whole song was just pretty much about sex. And it was, like, not straight out, but it was very hidden. And so a lot of people thought it was just a regular pop song, but really it was completely about Which terrible was things. That? I can't remember what it was. I, I want to say it had Nicki Minaj in it. Uh, was it bang
1: bang or whatever
0: no 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 no. i remember
1: that one but because that was like her first one i feel like yeah that was the one that i was like oh she's doing music now well but
0: that (laughs) one wasn't really uh terrible it was the one it was about uh like riding a bike or something and i was like okay i know what this is really (laughs) trying to get at here yeah uh Side to Side it was called Side to Side. I think and I my Vega. The chorus said you got me walking side to side. It was, you know, everybody knows what it was really. About. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think I remember that one. Yeah. Um so I want to talk about why I think that this is this is an important topic. Um and the thing is is that that's how these songs are today. All pop songs
1: are about sex. That's really it. That's well, it's either money or yeah, sex. <laughs> yes, and I mean we've seen this a lot from other different uh
0: different areas, but I remember a time when pop songs there were a lot that were about sex. I won't say that, you know, they haven't always liked that, but there I remember a time when there was songs about other stuff about being a high schooler or about stuff like that that wasn't Totally influencing people. Yeah, uh,
1: and when you look back at like the the uh, All American Rejects era, like it wasn't. Yeah, it was more about love songs. It wasn't yeah. about like sex. Explicitly. Very true. Very true. And now we've kind of switched. Like it's still about love songs, but in a different sense. Well, and like uh, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is a great
0: example. She was very popular before yeah. kind of this switch. She did a lot of songs where she was. It it was just talking about love and her and a Mm -hmm. boyfriend, or could be, you know, your husband or something like that. And you just see her
1: gradually. And yeah, she just changes
0: and turns into. Yeah. uh, And it's what people want. It's what sells. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's what sells. Uh, Like, this is the number one song on the top charts. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's basically. All I really is have number one for this song. This is number one on, on the top charts. The on the Apple one, I have it as number
1: four. Yeah, on billboard.com charts, uh, it was this is number one. So have you heard of Dakiti? That's number one on the Apple Music one. I don't know what that is.
0: No, I just looked at the the Billboard because it's um, <laughs> you know that's like all stuff, not just listening from Apple Music, iTunes. There's other Spotify and stuff. Uh, that get involved in this um, so that's really all I have to say about this song I I think there's some good things to it it's not completely just a trash song but um, there's a lot of bad influence uh, Ariana Grande has a lot of influence uh, especially to younger girls and I think that you know you got to be careful with uh, with what you're listening to make sure you know what yeah it's talking about
1: and a lot of these can easily like affect the way you're thinking Mm -hmm. um and you don't realize it i think that's the problem with music like nowadays is the lyrics are so bad and we pretend like we're not listening to that we're just listening to the music but yeah i agree it gets in your head you can hear it (laughs)
0: All right, so we're going to move on to number two. The second one is from country music star Luke Combs. It's called Forever After All, so we're going to take a listen to that real quick, and we'll be back. All right, we're back after listening to Forever After All by Luke Combs. Um, I've listened to a lot of Luke Combs songs uh, in the past. I think he makes good country. He's not really uh, a country guy, I think. I think he... Probably I don't, I don't really know him, but uh, he does kind of have a little bit of a city boy country accent. It almost
1: feels like it's not quite a, a real country accent. Well, and the thing that struck me, you mentioned he's like sort of city boy accent. And like that's the thing that strikes me is it's just typical country lyrics to me. Yes. Like, it's something that you hear in a lot of country songs. Like, I got my family, my beer, or whatever, you know. It's like... yeah. Yeah. Okay. So
0: so uh, it starts off with a cold beer's got 12 ounces, a good truck's got maybe 300,000. So we got beer and trucks in the first two lines. That's probably seven seconds into the song. So uh, <laughs> that makes grounds for uh, a perfect country song. That's very uh, accurate.
1: Yeah. So, uh, but I think I like this song. I, I agree. I mean, okay. So... I really like the way he's singing, and I I think he he's a an enjoyable singer to listen to because he sings, like with you can tell he's putting it his heart in there and he's like singing all out, and I think it's funny that he can do that with such typical lyrics, but um, (laughs) but my biggest problem is I just found it repetitive, and maybe that's I think that might be my problem with the country genre in general is I tend to find it repetitive. And I, I do think there wasn't a lack of them sweetening it. Like there was plenty of fun stuff in there. Like that cool, like the second verse, they added this piano part that, that was different than the first one. And it's just like, Hey, that's cool to hear. Um, but like I said, it's just repetitive. Mm -hmm. I felt like there's not a lack of new things. It's just a lack of. I don't know, excitement, energy in there. I feel like it's the same.
0: I agree. I think that's sort of Luke Combs' style is not to be real flashy. I think we yeah. came from uh, listening to a pop song. The country is kind of weird too, right off the bat. That's true. Um, but I do agree that it, it is kind of boring. Um, the music is not really anything special. Yeah. It sounds a lot like his other songs. Yeah, I've to, to his songs.
1: And I, yeah, I think that's, the thing about country to me is I always hear these long guitar, you know, yeah. string sounding. And then it's just like a strumming sound. And it's like, you could I could make this in my garage. I don't know. <laughs> and, I, and I told Elijah this during
0: uh, our listening to it. Is that I love how Luke Combs... It's not every song, but a lot of his songs he talks about the strings on his guitar. I think that's funny <laughs> that he, he just... Finds a way to add that in every song. I'm not saying that's a bad line. I just think it's funny how he says it. And so it's not really anything new for me from Luke Combs here. Um, But I do have one good thing to say about it. I like that they're talking about relationships lasting. Uh, I think that's a good message. Yeah, I think the nice
1: thing about country music in general is the lyrics tend to be cleaner than pop music. Yeah. They tend to be more family centered or like Yeah, yes, I long totally long lasting agree. relationships. I, I could do without the the beer and the trucks all the time. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. It's that's the formula, but uh that is one thing good I'll say about this. So uh to be honest with you, I don't think this is a terrible song. I, it does kind of surprise me that it's on the number two spot, is what I will say. Because yeah, that's true. it does feel a lot like uh, other Luke Combs songs. And I think Luke Combs has better songs. Um, I know it's new, but number two, I could see this being, you know, 15 to 20 Yeah. Um, on the list. I think there's some other flashier songs. Uh, so I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's at number two. It's cool that he's getting up there on the charts with this song, but... Uh, you know, overall, I didn't think it was uh, a terrible song. It's just kind of the same thing I've heard from him before. you have anything else you want to add to that?
1: No, not really. I,
0: yeah. Um, so I want to go to the next song real quick. Uh, we're going to go to the third song on our top Billboard charts, and that is Mood by 24K Golden. Uh, and so we're getting into our first rap song and so I want to say that if we're probably gonna uh, mess up names I mean that's just gonna happen when we're talking about it so if there's a way you say different rappers names you know everybody says stuff differently and you can never really tell uh but we're gonna take a listen to Mood by 24k Golden I have listened to this song I don't think you've listened to this song before so uh let's get into it real quick all right, we're back after listening to "Mood" by Twenty Four K Golden. Uh, this was a pretty simple song. Like I said, I've listened to this one before, and uh, I like the beat to it. I like, uh, you know, putting it on in the car and listening to it. It's it's a good it's a good song. It's definitely made for TikToks, wouldn't you say? I think it's very yeah TikTok esque. Um, it's you know, yeah, I could see that. I, I honestly think they made this song probably with that intention in mind. Um, because they really know what they were looking for here. It's pretty straightforward. Um the chorus is really simple and it's repeated several times throughout the song. The rapping is nothing crazy. I honestly I'd say this wasn't really a rap song, a full rap song.
1: Um I just see it as a typical I see it's a typical yeah. rap song. I mean it's a it's modern r- yeah. rap. Modern yeah, rap. Modern I, rap. I mean there's some there's some rap songs that are like, yeah, this is rap and then I feel like this is just like what's happened because of SoundCloud. And like pop I, rap. Almost. Yeah, right. And it I don't think it's I don't love it. I don't think it's a horrible thing, but I think we could be doing better, but <laughs> let me tell you this here.
0: I think this is not a bad song completely. Um it's it's got a nice beat to it, it's fun to listen to. Yeah. That's about it. There's not a whole lot of substance here. And so if you're looking for substance, you're just not gonna get that with this song.
1: Similar point with the it's similar to positions in that sense. It's like it's yeah. It's in it's fun. Yeah. But I, don't, I wouldn't want to listen to it all the time. It's an upbeat song. It's just not. And the lyrics are not great. <laughs> it, it clearly
0: didn't take a whole lot of time to make. Uh, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty simple, but that's not a terrible thing. I could see people liking this song, I could see people listening to this in their car. Who's this by again? It, it's by a uh, 24 karat gol- golden 24k golden. I don't know. 24 one. karat? It, it looks like 24 <laughs> karat golden is what I would say. 24 but. karat magic. Uh yeah. Okay. Uh, he's <laughs> going into Bruno Mars songs, but uh that's, that's real music. Though. That's really all that we have for this one. There's not a whole lot
1: to talk about. Yeah, it's not a crazy, you know, really influential oh, yes. song, but Yeah, I didn't I don't feel like so. it's They talk about, and if you look at a music history, you'll hear about the Tin Pan Alley. And it's when people would get together to recreate genres of music and essentially pump out just like a, um, just pump out this type of music so that they can make money. And I think that's essentially what SoundCloud is and what, this song kind of represents to me. Is it's it's a it's a fun song and it's it's okay to listen to, but it's just typical and people pumped it out. You know, it's just gonna. Be it's made to one. make money. Yeah,
0: and exactly. it, it does that successfully. That's yeah, that's what it's made for. It's made like I said for TikTok. It's mm-hmm. very TikTok esque. Um, so that's pretty much all we have on it. Uh, let's move on to the fourth. Uh, song on our billboards and that is laugh now cry later by Drake so we're going to take a listen to laugh now cry later by Drake
1: so I the one of the things I noticed right off the bat is I actually okay first of all I want to say I don't actually mind the song when and I don't like Drake but I don't actually mind this song but one thing I noticed, and I feel like is a big problem, is it, it reminds me completely of that J. Cole song. What What is mm, that? Mm, mm, the, the trumpets in there. What's that? Uh, middle Child. Middle yeah, Child has the It bum, reminds bum, bum, me bum, 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 bum. of Middle Child, and I think that's a problem because it sort of feels like he took that idea and just wanted to use it. Because... I think it's a thing you see a lot in beats. It's like, oh hey, somebody did this cool. Like Drake did that. He did. He used that like record scratching sound or whatever in um, uh, what's the 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 uh, the one that played at the Super Bowl. You know. Oh, that was by Drake. Oh wait, no, not that one. Sorry, the uh, the the other one. It's, it doesn't matter. He used like this weird record scratch sound, and then everybody else. Started using that same thing, mm, yeah. and so like he he's influential in essence, but to me it feels like he sort of lost his influence and take from everybody else to do that. But I want to say one thing, and you complain about this: is Drake never sings on beat, and this time he did. He was okay. He wasn't bad. <laughs> I didn't think he did terrible. So. <laughs> Um, I
0: have said this to, I've complained before, anybody who knows me that uh, has heard me talk about Drake knows that I don't really like Drake. Majority of Drake's songs, especially the popular ones, are terrible, in my opinion. The, he just never can seem to sing on beat, and I think that's his style, and some people say, well, that's just his style, that's when I listen to a song, I like everything to mesh up and be just right. And it feels like he just threw a beat on and his headphones had a little delay in them while he started rapping because he just never seems to be on beat. And I think you're right that he does stay on beat in this song. Generally, I mean, there's a few spots that was like. right kinda... before the chorus, he says... I know that they at the crib going crazy down bad, what they had didn't last. When he sings this line, he just, he just like throws it up out of his mouth. And it's like, there's no, no reason to, or rhyme to why he says it in the order that he says it. It's just. There. It's just words coming out of his mouth.
1: I think he's doing better, though, because when he started out, he was the epitome of mumble rap. Like,
0: I and Though I, I do like some of his older stuff. I think what you're talking about is his first
1: really, really oh, popular albums. God's Plan wasn't what I was talking about. Right? Yes,
0: yeah, right. when God's Plan came out, uh, I agree he didn't. He had some
1: struggles with that one, too, and it just... He just mumbles through things. Uh, I don't know. But, and I think, that's what I'm saying, I think he's doing better, though, at actually saying words in a way that you can understand what he's saying, because yeah. he used to not do that at all. And you're like, what are you saying? Now, let's talk about,
0: uh, who is it in this song that's featured? Lil Dirk. Lil Durk. Um, what a name. Lil Dirk. I want to say Lil Durk. Um, Has no talent, is what I want to say. Uh, but that's, that's rather mean um, and pretty negative, and I've been pretty negative on this song, so I will say that Lil Durk makes a sound like people
1: enjoy, very mumble rap-esque. Um, well, and we talked about this earlier. This is a very typical rap song, and it's made to make money. I think they do a good job at making money. Yeah. Making this music.
0: Yes. Lil Durk's part, um, I can't imagine, took much more than five minutes to make. Um, (laughs) And I think that they auto-tune him sometimes, and then other times they just forget to auto-tune him. Hey, gotta give that auto-tune guy some credit, man. He's probably working so hard. He, he does make <laughs> Lil' Dirk sound like he has a little bit of talent, like he really should be there, but uh, <laughs> Lil' Dirk shouldn't be there. Um, this is not... Drake... I think Drake has issues, but Drake has talent. I will say Drake's a good singer. I will say. I think Drake can be a good singer at sometimes. Um, I don't think he's a good rapper, but I think that Drake can sing, and some of his songs don't sound terrible when he sings. Then he just... Throws somebody random in there, and I think it's cool that he's probably trying to get this guy to be more famous. Yeah. If you're in a Drake song, you're gonna get a lot of fame out of that, but it's so so bad. The sound is so bad that it just I don't know why
1: he, he has that. I don't know why they think it's good to leave this well, part I in. I want to say something like, I'd I doubt this guy's gonna get popular because his name's Lil Dirk, and how many people are named Lil anything? Like it? Yeah, that's he, true. It's I can't find this guy because his name is everybody else's rap name. Yes. So like, there's no creativity in that. It's just search Lil Dirk. Oh wait, Lil <laughs> what? Lil John? Yeah. I Somebody. I mean, it's just it's on oh, I mean, I'm sure there's insane. somebody named Lil Dork,
0: like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's one letter <laughs> away from Lil Dork. Um, I give this song. I'm gonna rate this song. Uh, I didn't rate any of the other songs, but I want. I want to rate this song. I give this song a five out of ten with Drake's part. I think. Uh, I think you're gonna give it a little higher rating than that. I would say it's a five out of ten with Drake's part. I say Lil Dirk drops it to about a four out of ten or a three out of ten. It's All it's got going for it, for me personally, is the beat. And then like you brought up, the beat seems to be almost stolen. Sounds very similar to other songs. And so I just, I can't find a whole lot that I
1: like about this song. Um, But what do you think? Um, If I were to rate it, I would rate it a... Cheeseburger out of McDonald's fries. A cheeseburger out of McDonald's fries, or just the cheeseburger out of the meal? No, I'm saying he doesn't get the. The full rating meal. scale is the McDonald's fries, a cheeseburger. Oh, okay, I, I I get you, I get you. The rating, right? I never order a cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. Uh,
0: head of Unsure Music, Elijah Um, would not order this song at a McDonald's um, if it were a cheeseburger. A McChicken, on the other hand. (laughs) So let's move on to our final song um, of the Billboard Top 10 that we're going to listen to today. That's number five, and that is Blinding Lights by The Weeknd. I've heard this song... Uh, Elijah's heard this song. My dog has heard this song. <laughs> it's been on the top charts for forty-eight weeks now. So shout out to the weekend for staying on the top ten. He's wow. in the top five after being that on for forty eight row. on there. Oh, that one was on there forever. But <laughs> this song, um this song it's crazy to me. I remember this song came out uh right as COVID Uh, sort of started and it's that number five on the billboard I just can't believe that Uh, the weekend is very popular so let's take a listen right now all right so we just listened to the weekend's blinding lights like I said this is a very popular song I've heard this several times on the radio um, in the past six months this song's been out for a while. Actually, I looked here and it came out November 22nd of 2019, oh, which wow. I think this song has almost been out for a full
1: year. Um, it's like when we released White Noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Back in the day. <laughs> Back in the day. <laughs> uh, It does feel like a long time ago, though. Uh, but, it does. Mm-hmm. But um, this song, I want to look at this song and I want to try to remember this song like the first time I heard it. Okay, Because I've heard this song a lot and it gets tiring to hear this song. It's been on the top charts for 48 weeks. Yeah, so I get that. It's, everybody's heard it a billion times. Um, so I want to look at this song like it's the first time I listened to it. And I remember the first time that I did listen to this. Uh, a friend recommended it to me in March, about a week after uh, COVID really hit big in um the US, and so um, I started listening to this song. It was one of the first songs of the coronavirus pandemic that I listened to. And so, when I first heard this song, I thought it was really cool. I think The Weeknd has a really cool uh, vibe. I don't really like using the word vibe, but I think that it works here, it applies here. Um, it has a very 80s, 90s feel to mm-hmm. it. That, yeah, that I it's, enjoy. I enjoy eighties
1: music a lot. Um, so I wrote I down, like uh, I wrote down eighties nostalgia and yep. vaporwave, and I think this song hits well right now because of eighties nostalgia. I think we have, I think we're on the sort of out. We're coming out of it, but for a really long time we were stuck. <laughs> and I, I, I'm not mad about it. I really love the eighties. But we, we really had a strong nostalgia for the 80s, like with um, Stranger Things and just mm-hmm. a lot of our musical standings, like even uh, Taylor Swift was hitting on that 80s style. True. And um, and it's got, the beat, music is very much like that. And I, I really enjoy it. I'm, I'm not going to lie. And this is the yeah. first time I've really listened to it. Um, so... I, I might listen to this one some more. <laughs> I mean, you've listened to it on the radio or you've heard parts of it, I'm sure. Um, well, yeah. I mean, I've listened to it before, but like, this is the first time I've really, like, yeah, I'm tuned in a to listen to it. The lyrics and stuff. Um, That's
0: what I want to talk about because no song is perfect, and this song is not perfect. Oh, um, I agree. The lyrics are not impressive to me
1: at all. Um,. I want to say though with the lyrics I, I wrote lyrics not bad. <laughs> I said they're kind of typical um, they they talk about things that are just you know typical stuff. Yeah. But it's not I I can't complain because we were talking about positions uh, like 10 minutes ago, mm-hmm. 20 minutes ago now probably. And that's that's much worse. You know, I'm like if that's the bad end, I think this probably lines up Closer to the good end, you know? Yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not bad. It's not completely about sexual topics, and so it's <laughs> hey,
0: that 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 helps when listening to it. Um, I think that it's very repetitive, um, the lyrics just aren't there for me. Um, but I love, I really love, and the first time I listened to this, I loved. The beat, the music, all of it, there is really good. The lyrics just aren't amazing to me, and it's not a, That's not a terrible thing. I think that uh, it's cool that, you know, the music is getting out there and it sounds cool. Uh, it's just not. It's not the most impressive song the weekend has ever done.
1: I think one thing I like about this song is, when, when it's done being on the front and center, I will be happy to hit play on it and be like, I like this song. Because <laughs> for yeah. me, when something is played on the radio constantly, it's like, man, I've heard this. It's okay, but I've heard it so many times. Like, the same thing with a ton of um, Imagine Dragons songs. It's like, mm-hmm. this song was super good, and now I I can't listen to it. But like, now I'll turn on Believer, I'm like, it's not the same as it was when I first heard it, but I, I like it, but it's just not the same. And it's because of the radio and how it's so overplayed. And I think that's what could happen to this. I totally agree. I, I love the Imagine Dragons
0: uh, thing you use there because I think that if you. The song Demons by Imagine Dragons was super popular several years ago. Mm-hmm. That would have been eight years ago when that song came out. Um, it was super super popular and it was a good song i liked the song when it was popular but it got annoying after a while because everybody was listening to it everybody was making parodies of it you had your you know everything but if you go back and listen to that song it's a good song yeah you won't be disappointed it's it's a good song yeah i agree It's
1: not annoying to me anymore. that entire album for me is is good. But when it came out, it was like, man, I've heard all these so many times. I agree.
0: And I think that that's, like you said, what's going to happen with this song. Give it a few years. Let it be off the radio for a while. If you come back to this, if it's randomly on a playlist or something that you're listening to on Spotify, I don't think you're really going to press skip, to be honest with you, here in a few years. It's... It's a good song. It's a good
1: beat and it's it's a cool song. I'm just I'm tired of it at the moment. You you skip you didn't you were talking about the intro, I'm like I, I really like the way he goes from like just synth and then all of a sudden it mm-hmm. just kind of slowly, gradually turns into this beat song with like the fast, you know, drums, like the eighties beat sound. And I, I really like the way the song's made and all of that. And I just think Sometimes the radio can kill the music.
0: <laughs> yeah, Yep. I, I totally agree. And that's really uh, pretty much all I have to say about this one. It's really? not anything uh, crazy that we need to talk about. It's a cool song. Uh, a lot of people have heard it several times, and so they know what the song is. And so uh, I think we can move on. And so we're done with our uh, top charts songs for right now. Uh, For this week's episode, we're going to go into some uh, little extra things that we have uh, for the rest of the show. The next part we have is we're going to do a reaction song. So um, we we are going to take a look at a song that we were told about. And once again, we can't play this song on... The podcast, but if you want to go ahead and pause here in just a second and listen to it, and then come back and hear our re- reaction to it, you <laughs> uh, will not be disappointed. <laughs> yeah, we listened to a few minutes of it, and uh, it's it's an interesting song. So
1: go ahead and here in a second. It's called "The Mind Electric," and yeah. the artist is I don't know. It's a bunch of letters in like Korean. Yeah, some say. other language, so... And it's in the album Hawaii Part 2. So, so what's that, the song called the song. again? Uh, the Mind Electric. The Mind Electric. Don't get it confused. There is a song on YouTube that shows a first called The Mind Electric, but it's probably the second one. you got to look for the album cover that has, like, palm trees, and it says Hawaii Part 2. So go ahead and pause
0: uh, right now and go ahead and listen to that song, and then you can come back and listen
1: to our reaction that's what we're going to do right now. So, uh, if you listen to it, um, hopefully you listen to the right one. Because, so, the the song's called The Mind Electric. And um, the one we listen to is by this, somebody, I think they're probably from Korea or something. Because their name's in another language. But, um, basically, they took this song called the mind electric by miracle musical and they played it they played it in reverse yeah and then about halfway through they switch it back to forward and i think there's a couple other additions that they do um and it's essentially a remix but it's (laughs) it's something else it it's, uh, it's crazy. I want
0: to tell you that I looked this video up and the description, the first thing in the description, everything except for the, um, well, the description is just links to their album and a seizure warning to this song because the- Is this
1: the original or the one we listened to? Yeah, that?
0: this is the one that goes backwards and then forwards in the middle. And so it's showing you the words backwards, and it's, like, flipping through them really fast with blinding light. Um, and it's 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 something different. I'll tell you that. Um, so this, there's a video
1: for it, too. I didn't know that.
0: This is not... This is a weird song. Um, it's not anything that you would listen to uh, in the car to get you hyped up. Um, it's definitely just an oddity song that someone might find uh, on the internet somehow and listen to it and you're like oh that's a cool idea I don't ever want to hear that again because it's it's kind of weird
1: to listen to is it even music is it even um uh, is it <laughs> is it anything what is it
0: that's really what is it that's the question and the que- the thing to me was is I think it's music. I think the first original song uh, is kind of interesting. It's a slow song. It's not really what would be popular nowadays. But then they make it backwards and then go forwards, um, oh, yeah. which is is interesting.
1: It's like tenet.
0: It's oh, tenet yeah, yeah. in a song.
1: But <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just a palindrome. But the funny thing is, is like, was there a real point to this? no I, I, I there wasn't yeah, no. No it, there.
0: it was just a fun song that they made and it's
1: it's there to listen to if you ever wondered and what uh, that would sound like. I gotta admit like he's got an album called Hawaii part two and there is no part one <laughs> uh, and he's got another album called variations on a cloud um yeah it's, it's, he's an artist. Yeah. But you can't search him because you have to have a Korean yeah. keyboard or Chinese, something like that. Maybe Japanese. Maybe that's Japanese. I'm not really sure. Um. So, I mean, that's really, there's not a whole lot to talk about
0: in this song because it's kind of simple. Um, other than it being backwards for
1: the first <coughs> three minutes of it and then forwards the last three minutes of it. I got, I got to say though. That, the original song, you can you can listen to that. I, I yeah. kind of like that one. I, it wasn't it, great, but it was, you know, it was music. It was definitely music. I, I think it's catchy, and it's, like, the original is, like, um, something weird combined with Mr. Blue Sky. Yeah. And I think it does that well. Mixed with, like, a choir. Because they have a very... Well, Mr. Blue Sky has Strange. that too. Well, I guess that's true. I think, uh, hmm. but it's Mr. Blue Sky combined with something, and whatever that is, they do it pretty well. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. So it's an interesting song. Uh, it's it's there if you want to take
0: a listen to it. Um, that's that's pretty much it for that song. Um, there's not a whole lot else we can talk about because it's pretty simple. But it's it's fun. It's it's something I'd never heard before some a
1: style that I'd never heard before so let's move on then to our next segment um, and this is called artists to watch so what we're talking about is upcoming artists that we've found some way somehow um, and we think you should keep an eye out for them because I think my artist, I think, is going somewhere. So I have, I'll, I'll say, and then you say what yours is, and then and then we'll describe. So I have, um, I wrote Half Alive. Um, I think they're an artist that we should be looking out for. Mm. Um, mine, I went with a rap
0: style. I am into a little bit of a rap music. And I went with Aaron May. Um, I love J. Cole. And so how I would describe this guy is... Pretty much a mix between J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar, and then he adds his own little style into it. Uh, I really, really like the sound of this guy. Is he a rapper specifically? Yeah, I would say he's a rapper. Um, He does a lot of rapping like J. Cole, where it's not necessarily speed. Um, It's just, you know, he's got some words. He's got some different styles of saying things. Does he sing at all? But he does also sing. Uh, his choruses usually are sung. Is he a good singer? <laughs> he is uh, an okay <laughs> singer. His singing is not amazing. It's not anything spectacular. Um, he gets it done, but he gets it done. And I think that he's going to be very, uh, very popular. Uh, once his, he's gonna have one song that just one day blows up, and uh, is just. It's it's. I think he's gonna be popular. I think he has a style that a lot of people like, um, and so that's who my artist to watch is. Why do you think that uh, Half Alive is a good artist
1: to watch? So, I've been looking into them because they really have, they have, two songs. No wait, do they have a single or is it just two songs? I don't know. They have like two songs. I think that, yeah. Yeah, they have two or three songs in a EP, and then they have an album. And that's us right now. Uh, <laughs> and I, I think they are super interesting to me because they so they combine, and we talked about this earlier with, um, uh, what's his name, Blinding Lights or whatever. Oh, The Weeknd? Yeah. Um, and they have an interesting... Musical style that kind of combines like 80s and 70s styles with um, modern music. And I think that is genius right now because I think um, whereas we had the 80s nostalgia, I think we're starting to move towards 70s nostalgia, which to me, I don't know if I'm excited for that, but but these guys do that 70s style and mm-hmm. 80s style super well. And they combine it with new stuff in an, a really intriguing way. And I one thing I really like about their music style is that they aren't afraid to do some wacky stuff. <laughs> like one of their songs called um, Creature. Uh, at the end, you have them the drums are playing a rhythm that is not in time necessarily. Like... So, and the thing is, the way they play it, it still sounds in time. It's interesting because the guy starts singing the line and then the drums come in and the drums come in on like a slightly different, um, either time signature or tempo. So it's not really in line with the, um, singing, but at the same time, it creates this sort of interesting, um... Dissonance in the rhythm that is kind of unexpected and interesting to listen to so Yeah, keep an eye out for half Alive. Also their music video game is really good They they are the pasty white these pasty white dudes, but they can dance like really well <laughs> Does he have any music videos? Um, I haven't taken a look at any of his music videos. I
0: was just recommended to him uh, by a friend and took a look at him. I am a huge J. Cole fan, and so uh, I really like the style that Aaron May has. And uh, so that's really our two artists had in common was that they really uh, are pretty much the same sort of style as other artists, but they just know how to make music, and they're a little bit different with their style. Uh. Have Alive is very much like uh, AJR or 21 Pilots. Uh, it's it's pretty similar style to that, which is not a bad thing. Those are yeah. both very successful groups. Um, and then, like I said, uh, J. Cole is like uh, Aaron May. So, um, Yeah, yeah that's, that's why I think we put these guys on our t- artists to watch because they sound a lot like other very successful artists and I think that that means something when they add a little yeah. bit of their own style to it. How much
1: music does your guy have?
0: Um, Aaron May has one album called Chase, and then I think he has a few other EPs. So he's very new, uh, but nice. I think one of his songs does have a million views on YouTube. Wow. But, yeah, so these are two upcoming stars that hopefully we will see in the future.
1: Uh, have, doing something. Yeah, have good, uh, good The careers. hard thing is, like, uh, it must be frustrating as an artist. Either it can really help you or really hurt you. I think it helped us was this whole COVID crisis because we kind of had time to yeah. do stuff. Um, I think it could hurt a lot of artists that are already out there because if you're supposed to be out doing shows, it's like, well, no, what do we do? Yeah, yeah, but, exactly. Um, I think artists, like... I think Half Lives probably looking into doing stuff. I don't know. They have some upcoming show I was looking at, but I don't know. Maybe. So yeah, that's pretty much what we got for artists
0: to watch. Uh, you can go take a look at uh, some of those guys' songs. We uh, Elijah mentioned some of the Half Alive songs uh, that he likes that you can go listen to. And so we're just gonna wrap the show up real quick with one last little session. And our last thing that we're going to talk about is uh, the worst song of the week. So this is going to be a fun little uh, ender. Honestly, don't take this too seriously. These songs, we're just going to give our reasons on why we think these songs are They're pretty bad, bad or dumb. <laughs> he did it. Um, and if you like these songs, you know, keep liking them. These are just our random opinions Um So, you know, everybody likes something different, but here's what we got for uh, our worst songs. So I'm going to start off with mine, and my song is actually by Dan and Shay, and it's called I Should Probably Go to Bed. I have heard this one on the radio, on a pop radio, actually. I don't know. Have you heard this song before? No, I haven't. You will know these guys' style. I think they're a little bit like Rascal Flats. if Rascal Flats was uh, not as good. Um, they definitely feel like they stole a lot of the style. They're very bad country music, um, and it's just these two guys singing in really high voices um, country music. It's just not good. It's not good. But this song... Uh, was like the third or fourth song I heard from them that got popular. And they have the same style, and there's different stuff that you'll hear um, if you listen to their songs where it's just the same thing. It sounds like the same song in different parts. Uh, They're just not separating any of their songs. And so I would say that for me this week, the worst song that I listened to was this song, Uh, granted, I've listened to a lot worse songs in my life, but this week, this was the worst one that I listened to. This was the one where I was like, this was not, uh, this is not a good song. This is not a well-made song. Um, they make pretty much the same song with a little bit different and then produce like four or five of them. And so that's that's what I
1: had um, for my worst song. What what does this song like tell me about what what is it like? Well, I
0: didn't I haven't really looked into the lyrics because I listened to it and I was like what I listened to off of face value was not anything I was interested in at all. But it's basically just saying he doesn't need to be uh, up late at night uh, talking to a girlfriend or ex girlfriend about. Um, you know stuff he just needs to go to sleep and not say things that he's gonna regret in the morning so it's kind of a different message it's It's not a terrible (laughs) message but musically wise it's not a good song it's not it's not cool it's not um anything new anything special it's very much like all their other songs what are their other
1: songs like?
0: Um, I think the first popular one I listened to was, uh, "Tequila." Oh, the uh, if you heard, tequila yeah, when I taste tequila, and they just have some of the same styles, um, where they just sing the same way in both songs. So I just okay. find that kind of interesting. Yeah. But well, let's move on to your worst song, <laughs> because I have seen it, so, and I know the song. I want to
1: point something out before I say mine, um, that it's, we're going to be picking songs not based on like what like comes out that week, so it's not going to be like anything new. It might be something really old, but we'll find a new one every week, and it's just going to be something that we're like, this is so bad. <laughs> and... So mine, and every time Nate gets into my car, not every time, but most of the time, he starts playing this one. I'm like, (laughs) why? This is so bad. And it's called Father Stretch My Hands. By the
0: way, I want to say that it's not because I enjoy this song. I think it's just funny... (laughs)
1: Uh, <laughs> to listen to it because it's it's it's, it's so, so bad. It's so bad. and uh, It's by Kanye West. Um, I, <laughs> I can't tell you to go look it up probably like in good conscience. No. And it's don't not, look this song no, up. Don't, don't look this song up. It's funny to me that something like this gets made because it's <laughs> like how do you write these lyrics and then make a song out of it and then is there a feature? Is he a featured artist or is he the main artist?
0: <coughs> yeah, so <clears throat> I think he has somebody in this one. Uh, there's a girl that sings in it. Um, <coughs> no, he does not have her actually listed as a feature. Um, he's just maybe the it's main, the main singer of it. I don't think it's Ken. <laughs> I, I don't think it's Kim. Um, <laughs> This is pre, Kanye, Christian Kanye.
1: Um, that's that's the biggest reason. Why it's, it's so bad. That's it's very and so, bad. So so let me point something out. The the music in this one, is so, like weird. Like it's not it's typical rap kind of, but at the same time it's just it's sort of weird. And then. Then there's, like, this bass drop, and then just suddenly, Kanye just starts talking about this just <laughs> bad, messed up, inappropriate experience that yes. he had. Yeah. And <laughs> I can't tell you, like, to look it up, but if you hear it, ever on, on accident, you will know exactly what I mean. Yes. And you will be like, "Oh, huh.
0: <laughs> Yeah, how? you will be... Disturbed. Uh, it's one of those things that just no one should ever tell another human being about something that happened. And uh,
1: <laughs> I want to say though, Kanye Kanye West, he he wrote this before getting changed. And so, man, this stream of consciousness is bad, but I want to say, I'm a fan of Kanye now. I think he he's he's made a big turnaround. Especially looking at this song, you're like, oh, if that's the worst. But he's got. Kanye. The the best, man. Kanye
0: has changed. Kanye's come a long ways because. Yeah. This song compared to. uh, Closed on Sunday is. uh, There's a big, big, big gap in between those, but. Yeah, so, so that's really what's going to do it um, for the show. Um, I hope you guys join us next week for our next podcast. And you've been
1: listening to Unsure On Air. See you guys next week. Thanks again for listening to Unsure On Air. Um, be sure to tune in to YouTube. We will post this podcast and up there. And be sure to check out On The Money lyric video which is the first song in our newest album, Romance and Other Things We're Unsure About. So be sure to check out that video and check out all of our music. And thanks again for listening.